What's up? What's up, beautiful people? It is your favorite power girl, Zita Michelle, and welcome to Oh Well with Zita Michelle. Why Oh Well, Zita? I don't know if you listened to the introduction and the opening of this podcast, but I was walking one day working out. And, you know, when I work out, I like to work out to that trap music. You know, I love the Lord, but I like to work out to that trap music every now and again. And so this particular day, I was listening to this cat. I don't even know his name. But anyway, he was rapping, right? And when he was rapping, he was saying, man, my feeling is like a remote. They stuck on old well. And I was like, oh, man ain't that something this feeling is like a remote but it's stuck on oh well so i was like mm-hmm. i'm gonna develop that mentality toward foolishness toward people with bad energy toward people that's trying to kill my vibe or knock my flow or you know what i mean just don't understand who i am as this beautiful beautiful intricate creature that god has created me to be if they don't like it just say oh well y'all if they don't like it just oh well if life gives you lemons, make lemonade, make lemon meringue pie. Girl, get you some peaches and make you some peach lemonade tea. Either way, the cut go, it's oh well. I just don't have time to burn my great energy and my my time, my precious time on foolery. So instead of me constantly entertaining it or entertaining it for that matter at all, which I used to entertain foolery. All right, guys, find the truth right there. I used to entertain foolery, but I have grown beyond and past that. So I don't entertain foolery anymore. I just like, you know, I'm like, oh, well, whatever. But nevertheless, you guys, uh, thank you for tuning in to Oh Well with Zita Michelle. Uh, people often ask Zita, well, how often do you do these podcasts? And I'm like, you know, when I want to go into a little godly event, but I'm not doing that no more. I'm, I'm practicing um, being consistent with this podcast because honestly it's something that I love to do I love to absolutely talk to people and to talk to you guys and listen if you are not following me on Instagram please follow me at Zeta underscore Michelle with one L Z E E D A underscore M I C H E L E one L Zeta Michelle on Instagram, I have these mirror talks every morning. I'm going to have to do a podcast on a girl in the mirror one day. But in the meantime, in between time, I just needed to come talk to you, sis, because when I woke up this morning, my spirit was up in Adam. It was in high alert. And um, God just told me, he said, Zita, it's time for you to just, it's time for you to stop being a seed. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, it's time for you to stop being the seed. And let me tell you something. There are certain things that transpire in your life that makes you want to be better, makes you want to grow more in God. And sometimes those things can be from the ugliest spaces that you ever experienced or ever encountered. It can be from a dark, coming from a dark space into back into the marvelous light of Jesus, or it can come from a place of, uh, you know, you are angry at everyone and being angry is exhausting. Let me just say that. It is an exhausting task. It should be an exercise. That's how exhausting anger is. Uh, you can be coming from that place and you just exhausted yourself to the point to where you just like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. I need peace. And you go to God and God gives you that peace that passes all understanding. And you're no longer angry. You're happiest. I don't know what. Are you like I was at one time when I told God, I said, look, I've been doing this goody two-shoe things. I've been you know, preaching and laying and praying for people and being good in all these areas. I need an opportunity to wild out. 
And you know what? God granted me that opportunity. And you know what I did? I came back with my tail between my legs, crying and weeping and repenting of everything that I had did in my season of wilding out. And I was like, God, forgive me. Take me back. I'm tired. I don't like it out there no more. Yeah. Y'all can keep the streets in the world and everything that goes with it. I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't want to see it ever again. Now, check this out. With that being said, let me go back to where I was because I don't want to get off track, you know. Um, over the last past four days or so, I mean, I just had an experience, an experience that reignited my fire, an experience that reminded me of the very thing that uh, I so love to do before Christ, but even now in Christ, it has immensely um, um, just expanded um, in so many different ways. My love for it is, is just crazy now. What are you talking about, Zia? My love for people. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I just love you guys. Even some of y'all that are, I still love you. I ain't got to deal with you, but I love you with the love of Christ. <laughs> but nevertheless, check this out. So, you know, over the last past four days, it's just been so refreshing. It's been so amazing. Um, you know, Friday, I decided that I needed to really address some issues and some things that I was dealing with, particularly on that day. Um, you know, in order for you to to heal and grow healthily, uh, that's a, is that a word, y'all? Healthily, healthy. <laughs> you have to um, sometimes embrace the thing that hurts so bad, but nevertheless, you also have to allow yourself to mourn that thing as well. And a lot of times, we don't want to mourn things because you know, um, mourning means dead you know what I mean it no longer has life it's 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 it no longer has breath and so you don't really want to say rest in peace to that thing but the realization is that sometimes you have no choice but to stay rest in peace to that thing and move forward and so Friday was that day for me to where I literally had to really just lay some things to rest and be okay with it although I wasn't okay with it, but I had to become to a place that I needed to be okay with it. And so Friday morning, I got up and, you know, I called the boss and I said, look, I need a mental day. I'm not coming in today. You know, um, I stopped at Starbucks. I grabbed me a cup of coffee, my cup of ice water, my pumpkin bread. I came to my favorite space in the entire world, which is the lake. And um, I threw a blanket on the grass. And I had my book, Fervent, by Priscilla Shire. And I read my book. And I sunbathed in the grass for a little bit. And then after I did that, I was like, okay, what do I want to do next? You have to find those things that bring you peace, even in the midst of morning. You have to find those things that bring you a, a joy and, and, and comfort and happiness, even in the midst of morning. God said, I'll send you the comforter. And so after I left the lake, I was like, you know what? I need to go do something that's going to bring me peace and joy. So I called uh, my soon-to-be daughter-in-law. And I said, hey, you know, what are you guys doing? And she was like, nothing. So I went and picked her and my two-year-old granddaughter up. And I brought them to a nail shop. And we all got our toes done. Oh, my God. By the time Easy was finished with her toes, she was like, yeah, yeah. And she was tapping. And we both got this uh, this good old hot pink polish on our fingernails and our toes. Yeah, we are fierce. We are fire, baby. But um, after we did that, I bought Measy 
um, to get some ice cream for Baskin Robbins. And then after we left Baskin Robbins, I bought them home. After I bought them home, I went inside and I attempted to watch uh, The Harder They Fall. So I closed the blinds. My blinds are, um, not the blinds, my curtains. My curtains are room darkening curtains. And so if I close them, it look like nighttime outside and it could be like 12 in the afternoon. And so when I sat on the sofa and I turned on the TV and I hardly sit in my living room, the, uh, the TV is larger there, so it makes me feel like I'm in the movies. So I, 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 I sat down on the sofa, I grabbed me a blanket, I clicked on the harder they fall and it just got dark. And I was like, oh no, devil, we're not doing this today. So you know what I did? I got up, I put on my workout clothes, I put on my sneakers, I grabbed Milan Dior. Yes, Milan Dior. I could not make it to the runways of Milan, nor am I spending a bag on Dior. So you know what I did? I named my dogs after Milan and Dior. Okay, so moving on, I grabbed Milan Dior and we went on to the trail and we walked for three miles on that trail. And by the time I was done, y'all, I was just, whew. I had a woosa, and I dealt with that day the way that I wanted to deal with it. And, you know, you have to give yourself that mental health check. You have to give yourself those those days where you really have to face those feelings because, see, I was a deep freezer. I was a person that numbed and suppressed their feelings all the time. I never wanted to feel anything. I didn't like confrontation. I never wanted to confront anything. I never wanted to have hard conversations because I felt like hard conversations were too health, uh, too heavy. But now I understand that those hard conversations aren't actually heavy. They are healthy conversations to have because you can learn and grow from them, especially if you are an individual that deals with people. It is good to be able to learn and know how to handle healthy confrontation. And especially if you're a person that shares your life with another, like a spouse, it is super duper healthy to be able to have heavy, healthy confrontation. I didn't know those things at first, but I praise the Lord. Hallelujah, somebody. Pass the collection plate. I know now. So now that you know, now that you know better, you do better. But nevertheless, um, you know, I'm saying all that to say, do not be like I was. I was a deep freezer. I was able to numb my feelings and my emotions. So there were things that I would not confront. And there were certain periods of my life that I hit deep freeze so hard on that when God finally began to soften my heart and touch my heart and the, the ice began to melt and I looked around, it was just like a flood. It was such a hurtful place to be to see that the disaster that I had caused in the midst of my madness. But guess what? We ain't dwelling on that. I'm delivered. Thank God I'm set free. Hallelujah, somebody. Yep, you heard me. Ah, you heard me. Anyway, that is not what this podcast is about. But for, you know, nevertheless, that's what the Lord led me with. So I think somebody needs to hear that. But check this out, sis. This is what I want you to know. You've been a seed too long. When I woke up this morning, God says, Zita, you've been a seed too long. And I'm like, what you mean I've been a seed too long? He said, girl, I've been planted you. I planted you when I put you in the in, in environment of the Christian hip-hop community. I've been planted you. I've been planted you when you were selling your testimony around the streets of New Orleans. I've been planted you, Zita. He said, not only did I plant you uh, then, I planted you when you wrote that book. I planted you when you went into those high schools in Midland, Texas and started speaking to those young girls about your life. I planted you when you went into the prison and you started testifying about the goodness of Jesus and how you can be locked up in a cell. But guess what? He who the son has set free is free indeed. So you can't be locked up in your spirit and in your mind. He said, I've been planted you. What are you waiting for, Zita Michelle? What are you waiting for that seed to crack open 
those buds to start sprouting and those flowers to start blooming. And I say, you know what, God, I've been a seed too long. But let me tell you about a seed. You know, a seed of a seed um will take its place in the ground first. And it's dark down there, y'all. And you know, it's it's me myself, um, I'm claustrophobic. I don't like the dark, you know. So every now and then I'll go against the grain and try to fight. Uh-uh, don't put me down there. I don't want to be in there. But, you know, you got to go into that dark place. You got to go into that dark place. But the thing about going into that dark place is you're not going to be in that dark place long. And let me tell you something. I was afraid. I'm not going to even lie. I was afraid. And then God showed me this morning. He said, you've been a seed too long. So I, I've been dwelling in that dark place and God brought me out. And then I would go into another dark place and God brought me out. And then I would go into another dark place and God brought me out. But let me explain to you about these different dark places. Throughout these dark places and these dark periods in my life, you know what was happening? I was going through the storm and I was crying. And my heart, you know, you know, I just say blood, sweat, and tears was watering me as a seed. And those things that we go through as a seed are not designed for us to stay in the shell, but it's designed for the seed to crack and for those uh, buds to pop out and those things to blossom. So those storms are watering, watering you. The storms of your life are watering you. You understand what I'm saying? Those words when you go to church are speaking life into you. Or when you're in that word and you read that Bible, it's speaking life into you. And then, you know, when you get in that water and you get in that word and you get in that sunlight, because it ain't going to be dark always. And when you have those sunny days, all those things are cultivating that seed. They're cultivating you as a seed. And there should not be any reason at all that you are not growing from that experience as a seed. But there is. Come on now. There is. There is. There is simply because some of us are being planted in the wrong place. Oh, say it again, Zita Michelle. Some of y'all being planted in the wrong place. And when I say you being planted in the wrong place, you done planted yourself in the middle of the desert. If you ain't planted yourself in the middle of the desert, you done planted yourself in the middle of a war. And the desert's so dry and so scorching and so hot. You ain't get no water. You ain't get no word. You you just out there. Your seed is just t- scorched. It's burning. Uh-huh. And then for those of you that planted yourself in the middle of chaos, in the, in the middle of confusion, in the middle of the war, you ain't got nothing going on. You know why? Because it's all kind of stuff that done hit that guard. And all kind of trash. Maybe it was gossip. Maybe it was jealousy. Maybe it was envy. Maybe it was anger. Maybe it was a bunch of negative things. And those things have caused weeds to grow around your seed, y'all. And it's not growing. It's not growing. Honey, in order for you to be a seed that is going to be effective, a seed that's going to grow uh, and sprout out branches and uh, blossoms of, of, of flowers and all these other beautiful things that are going to come from it. Those things that are going to be a, an extension of you because guess what? That one seed that's planted, you plant another seed in that same realm that you're in and then before you know it, you got a bunch of flowers going. So you got to be careful you and I excuse me, allowing the weeds to grow in your garden. And see, that's what some of us are. We've allowed all kind of weeds to come into the garden and and mess the garden up. We allowed uh, all kind of bugs to come into the garden and and, and insecticides and pesticides and all these different things are being um, 
evasive and, and, and coming into our gardens. Come on now. Come on. Come on. You know, they got uh what they what, look, I'm not a farmer, but I'm gonna try to break this down to y'all in the best way that I know how from what the Lord had dropped in my spirit on this morning. Some of these people y'all got around y'all. I mean, they spitting venom. They spitting poison. You know what I mean? They're causing division. They're sowing discord among the brethren. All that is like pesticide. All that is like poison that they spraying in the garden of your life. They're spraying it in the area that God has planted you as a seed. And you wonder why you can't get out? Because you're entertaining too much foolishness. You're entertaining too much foolery. You know what? Your problem ain't cracked yet as a seed because you're entertaining uh uh you know, drinking and smoking and clubbing. You're probably entertaining uh, uh, pornography or fornication or adultery or or, 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 or a host of different things that you're entertaining. So you know what? You can't even crack. You being you can't even crack. You, you're stuck. You're stuck in that mode of just being a seed. God says either you've been a seed too long. You've been a seed too long. And let me tell you, some of us our seeds and we're in the position of being a seed and what happened is we've allowed discouragement we've allowed people to speak into our lives in negative ways or to discourage us from things that God said we should be doing or showing us that we should that we should be doing and what's happening happen is they stumped on you so bad you know, you you did some things you weren't proud of. You was ashamed of some things that you you you've done. Um, you were embarrassed by some of the things that you've done. Um, you know, maybe you failed the first time you tried to do it and you didn't succeed. You know, maybe you know uh, you were sick in your body and you felt like you know what I can't do it. But let me tell you, God is a healer. God is a healer. I don't know who you are, but God is a healer. Maybe you feel like you reached a certain age that you know what I'm too old to live the life that I was dreaming of when I was younger baby come on Sarah come on Moses so you've allowed people to stomp on you as a seed and they done stumped you so far down and it's got so dark in your life to where you you don't you don't even you can't even imagine the light at the end of the tunnel you can't even see the light at the, at the end of the tunnel you know why because you've allowed them to bury you. But the good thing about you being buried is, baby, you ain't dead. You're buried, but you ain't dead. And I got a book I got a book called From Pain to Power. And there's a chapter in that book, and it's called Buried Alive. Honey, you ain't dead. You ain't dead. You just need somebody to come on there and water that seed. You need somebody to come speak to that seed. Because, see, the Bible says that uh, one will plant the seed, another will water it, and God will bring the increase. Well, sis, I'm here on today. I'm here on today to water that seed. That seed that's been planted a long time ago. I'm here to water that seed to tell you that, come on. Come on, sprout up, baby. It's time to come out of that. I don't care how old you are. If you got breath in your body, you still can do what God called you to do. I don't care if you failed at it once. Get back up and do it again. You still can do it. Let me tell you something. I failed the seventh grade three times. I was a clown in the class. I looked up around and I saw my little brother sitting behind me. When they said milks, I thought they was talking to me. But then another little voice said, here. I was like, oh, my God. I done played around so long in the seventh grade. I done let this boy catch up with me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I was a negligent mom. 
I was a scammer. I was a, 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 a fraudulent scammer. I was dealing drugs. I was incarcerated. I was molested. As a child, I went, I was raped. I went through an abusive relationship. Yeah. They, 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 they try to bury me and tell me you dead. Ain't nothing good coming from you. Ain't nothing good coming from you. But then one day I walked into this little church. I think it was someone said it's off of Jackson and Barone uh, Outreach of Truth Ministry. And the word was spoken into my life. And the Lord began to water it. Oh, my God. And then I saw a little book pop up out that seed, that little seed crack baby. And guess what? I saw a little sunlight. And then God took me from that little church, OTM, and brought me to, uh, what is the name of the street, Lord Jesus? Oh, what's the name of the street? I can't think of the name of the street. But he brought me right there to Greater Antioch with Bishop Lester Love. And the seed began to be cultivated. And God began to use my gifts. And oh, my God, that seed started to blossom and, and thrive and flourish. But let me tell you something. Even the seed goes through different cycles. Even after being the seed and after growing and sprouting, you still want to go through some things that's going to try to uh, uh, bring the winds gonna blow and and the storms gonna come, but nevertheless you you gotta be planted. You gotta make sure that you you planted even after you sprout up. Even after you sprout up, you gotta make sure that you planted. You know how the words say trees that will be planted by the river by the uh, living water, right? So you gotta be a tree planted by the rivers of the living water. You gotta make sure that no matter what, when those storms do hit, that you keep your head straight up high, knowing that God is going to see you through it. And one thing the Lord told me too, He said, he, Zeta, He said, I don't need you to just go through it, baby. I need you to grow through it. I need you to grow through it. I don't need you to just go through it. I need you to grow through it. And since there are some things that you thought was going to kill you. And today I need to remind you of that. That time where it was dark. That time where you just thought you weren't going to see your way out of it. That time you just felt like, you know what, kill me in this. I don't even want to be alive. I want to die in this. You know, those stupid prayers that we prayed that guy ignored. You done been through hell and back. You done been through hell and high water. You done been through some things that you ain't think when you was going to see your way out of. And you did. And you did. You don't just go through it. You grow through it. And the Lord was telling me this morning. He said, baby, there is a blessing. There is a blessing inside of the lessons that you've been going through. And lately, I've been like, oh, my God. If I could just show y'all what it looks like through my eyes and this phase of life that I'm going through right now. And God is like, Z, you've been a seed too long. I need you to start speaking. I need you to start speaking to these things that you want to see manifest in the spirit realm. I want I need you to start speaking your family heal and whole in the name of Jesus. I need you to start speaking your body and your mind heal and whole in the name of Jesus. I need you to start speaking your 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 finances are healed and whole in the name of, of Jesus. I need you to start speaking these things, Eda. You've been a seed too long. And, and you know what God told me? I woke up the other morning and I text my family and I said, I woke up this morning and I said, the Lord said, in this season, anything you have, by faith, you're going to receive it. By faith, you'll receive it. In this season, anything you anything you want, by faith, you're going to receive it. It wasn't probably in those exact words because I knew it was so, you know, that knowing in your spirit, when you know God is speaking to you, I mean, soon as I cracked my eyes open and looked at my ceiling fan, 
God said, whatever you believe in for in this season, he said, you don't have to do it by faith. Anything you believe, you won't have it by faith. Oh, my Lord, my God. Oh, I don't want to back up out this podcast, but I'm going to put it, I'm going to put exactly what God told me. I'm going to put it in the description of this podcast because I want you to get those exact same words. And when he spoke it to me, I was like, what? Ooh, oh, my God. No, let me fast forward because it's almost time for this podcast to come to an end. Over the last past four days, I went to Love Fest at my church. I watched them give out nothing but clothes and food and bikes and toys and giveaways and TVs and bill pay and all that. And I was so blessed. I was so blessed just from being in the presence of it. I wasn't there as a speaker. I wasn't there as a performer. I was just truly blessed to be in the midst. And then my pastor, Pastor Juan Martinez of Get Rap Church, he called me. He says, Ida, I need you to help me with something. I need you to get on stage. And I just need you to say before Jesus, what was it? And then now, what Jesus, what is it? What is it? He said, real brief. And I was like, okay. You know, I was just excited to be obedient and be used in that moment and be a service so I got up there and I said before Christ you know I uh, was molested by family members and you know um, I was a negligent parent and my kids only saw me when I was coming down off of a, off of a high but now with Jesus I am full of joy I am happy and plus I'm a I'm the um I'm a a a, a, a mom a bombmom.com or something like that and you know the people were just shouting and praising and then right when I got off the stage one of the ladies from church says either there's a young lady that wants to talk to you and I talked to a middle school girl who told me you know that she was drinking and partying and trying to numb her pain and all this other stuff and I spoke life into her and I told her how great she's gonna be and I, I was like oh my god she's in middle school and she's drinking and all this other stuff and I just spoke life into her and that made me so happy I know what my calling is. I know I love to 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 be of service to God's people in that capacity. But let me tell you something. Um, after that, I had to go watch my son um, run uh, three races at Rice University because he runs for uh, a college here in Houston. And then after I left that, I had to go to uh, my friend Narika, celebrity chef Narika. A, a brunch that she had at uh, her Airbnb and then from there I went home and I was exhausted but see even after that I literally had to uh, prepare for the following Saturday to get up and go to I mean Sunday and get up and go to church so that was Saturday everything I just said and then Sunday I had to get up and I had to go to service and I went to church at 10 o'clock but after church was over I had to go into the growth pack class um, at church for 11:40, and then after 11:40, when the group pack class was over, because I needed to commit to, you know, learning these things so I can be more of a service in my church. So I took that class, and so after I took the class, I was like, man, I got maybe like an hour or something to go home and lay down and take a rest. I couldn't do that. I had to detour and go to my daughter's house. Then I finally made it home, and I sat down for like maybe an hour. And then I had to hurry up and take a bath and then do my makeup over and then do my hair and then put my clothes on and go facilitate a, a, a revival uh, for a pastor, uh, Pastor Everett of Rock of Ages Church in New Orleans. I had to go facilitate the event for him that he had here. And so I'm like, cool. After that, I'm good. I'm going home and, and I'm relaxing. You know, I had my day planned out. You know how we want to do what we want to do and not what God wants us to do. And then literally later that Monday, uh, Pastor Everett had invited a bunch of us out to sit down and have dinner to discuss his new book, Driven by Design. Y'all gotta read that book. I mean, it's powerful. And so 
we had dinner and we were able to have conversation very enlightened enlightening and inspire inspirational and motivational conversation but from a real place i have mad respect for him because he sat there and he answered all the questions that we had and you know he shared himself and you know his experiences with us through his writings of the book driven by design and that was just dope in itself but nevertheless um i got home before i could get home um valley had lost their keys and the young lady I was riding with, she was like, you know, we leave. And I was like, well, I really, I won't feel good if I leave them. And, you know, they're not, you know, I just wouldn't feel good. That wouldn't be hospitable of me. And she was like, oh, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. So we stayed and I wanted to make sure that um, I took care of all the little intricate details that surrounded the valet losing their keys. Because although, you know, I was facilitating an event for him here in Houston, he was still in some sorts of way, him and his team he and his team they were my guests so I wanted to make sure that they were straight but after it was all said and done they were all straight they made it back to the city on time and everything went well you know here in Houston and just you know having that life spoken to me and that conference on that night and being able to facilitate it and you know put all those moving parts in place and see all that come together God says Zita Michelle you bring value wherever you go, my girl. You bring value to the room, Zita. You bring value. You are valuable. And then after he told me how much value I brought to the room and how valuable I was, when I opened up my eyes this morning, he said, you've been a seed too long. You've been a seed too long. It's time for me to start seeing these this this tree blossom. It's time for me to start seeing these branches and these the extensions of you growing into something healthy and something vibrant and something that people, other people can come and say, oh, look at this tree, how beautiful it is. Let's feast on it. Oh, we have this, we have this fruit on this tree. We have this fruit on this tree. We have this fruit on this tree. Oh my God, the fruit is so great on this tree. And then people can begin to grow from the nourishment from my tree. So I won't wrap this up by saying, girl, you've been a seed too long, baby. You've been a seed too long. Don't be afraid of the dog. Don't stay down there. Don't be afraid. Don't stay down there. You know, it, it, it's dark down there, you you know, and, and you're not dead. You're down, there's something happening while you're in that dark place. But it's time for you to sprout up and come out. And guess what? It's beautiful up here. The sun is shining. And every now and then, we're going to get a little rain. Every now and then, we're going to get a few storms. But see, the word of the, the, word of the Lord is going to bring us peace. You know, when you're going to church on Sunday mornings and you're not forsaking the assembly of the brother, you're going to be growing in that environment. You know, when the sun is shining down on you and the blessings and favor of God is raining down on you, you're going to grow. But I need you to come out of that dark place. I need you to come out of that dark. I know it's scary. You may have to start life all over. It's all brand new to you. You don't know how you're going to survive. You're about to trade in different water. I know it's scary, but Jehovah Jireh is your provider. You ain't got to be scared. You can come up out of that dark place. There is something up here on the surface for you. And God is just waiting for you to come out of that shell and for that shell to crack open and for those things to begin to blossom in your life. You've been a seed too long. You've been a seed too long. All that I pray right now for anyone that is listening to this podcast, I pray inspiration, motivation. Lord God, I pray joy, peace, love, and happiness over them right now in the name of Jesus. 
I pray that every experience that was designed to break them, it only came to build them. I pray that every person that thought they buried them, they didn't know that they buried a seed and that the word of the Lord is getting ready to cause that thing to thrive up and manifest in the name of Jesus. Mm, That's a whole lot that was said just from that seed. But I need you to apply whatever you heard and however you heard it in the way that you need to apply it to your life. But I do know when I hear God, I ain't never said I was a prophet, a prophetess. I, I ain't never said I operate in the gifts of, of the prophetic. That's not something God told me or spoke to me, but I know when God is talking to me. And I know what he told me this morning. So since you've been a seed too long, it's time for you to raise it on up. I love you, I love you, I love you. But before I leave, listen. There is something big that is getting ready to happen here in Houston. God is placing in my spirit. I love y'all. The gala has been good to me. But God said, not this year. We're not doing a gala this year. Not this year. And I'm saying it publicly because, you know, my um my flesh be trying to be bipolar. And say, well, we're going to do a gala because a gala going to be fun. But God told me not a gala this year. So there are three events that God is placing on my heart right now. And I'm just waiting for the specific direction. But I know one of them is going to be huge. I already know that one is already on the table. And I'm getting ready to prepare for that shortly. But uh, we also getting ready to uh, have Why Yacht You? Why Yacht You? That's why I say Why Yacht You? Yeah, I'm going to take some women on a yacht, on a boat. Mm, my boat, maybe not a yacht, but a, a beautiful boat. And... um. We're going to be empowered on the water. We're going to have fun. I need you to get your, your babooski, your spouse, your husband, or whoever it is to babysit them cheering. I did say cheering from New Orleans. Those children. Um, get my mom to babysit those children. Get auntie, sister, whoever it is, you're going to get to babysit those children. And you're going to join me on this boat fun experience unlike no other. And then we're going to go to, um, uh, uh, what was it? Brunch boards and books. We will be doing that soon. But this last one is going to be huge. I can't really share with y'all about that yet because God is not releasing me to because I am behind the scenes working it. Work, 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 work. Yeah, I thought the song was going to come out of it, but it wasn't good at all. But nevertheless, listen, y'all, go ahead to my website, makingpowermoves.com. Purchase my book from Pain to Power or my second uh, release, which was Power Her Foe. Also, stay tuned for the Mirror Talk blog. The Mirror Talk blog, it will be available on my website, and you guys will be able to subscribe to uh, the, to uh, subscribe to join the, hey, sis, you in the mirror, Posse. All right? So, yeah, again, please go visit my Instagram page, Zeta underscore Michelle. Um, every morning when I wake up, God gives me a word for the girl in the mirror. And it was me. That was the girl in the mirror. But apparently, this girl in the mirror has been touching people all over. And every time I'm out in public now, people are saying, I love your morning talks in the mirror. So, hey, go ahead, God. Use me for your glory. But nevertheless, remember, my babies, if life gives you lemon, go ahead, make it some lemonade. Get your ice tray. Pour the ice tray, pour the lemonade in the ice tray, put some sticks in it, and make you some lemonade ice sickle pops. Yeah, you can do whatever you want with your lemons. You ain't just gotta make lemonade. You can make what it meant, lemon meringue pie. You can make uh what is it? Uh that's vanilla pudding, banana pudding, lemon pudding, whatever. Do what you want with your own lemons. Your own lemons. Now, 
stay tuned um, for those events that I did mention. And I'm trying to make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Oh, also um, on Spotify, uh, Apple, wherever there are, wherever there is digital music, please download my album, The Freedom of Speech that I released last year. It's a really, really good piece. You know, we just kind of, I did it for therapy and we just kind of dropped it out there into the, to the world of digital music. So go ahead on and go to Apple or um, Spotify or any of those digital platforms. Look up Zita Michelle, The Freedom of Speech and enjoy that album. Um, I think that is it. That's it, that's all. I love y'all. So remember, I don't care what they got to say about me and whether they talking good, whether they talking bad whether they uh, appreciate me or they don't. It's so well. It's so well. <laughs> so well. I love y'all. And uh, it's your girl, your favorite power girl, Zina Michelle, signing out. Face, face, face. Mwah, mwah, mwah.